everybody, everybody, hello, and welcome to We Synced It. Yes, it is a weekly podcast that focuses in on all the movies, TV, and the entertainment in between. I am one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kev. And how is everybody doing today? Yes, yes. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. It's a good day today, man. It was uh, a lot of things happened this weekend. Uh, shit, today, um, I mean, it's another day. I hope everybody's having a great time. Look, I'm about, I'm about to do the fucking outro. Look at me. <laughs> uh, the thing is, is like uh, today we only have two people here from the We Sing Tid, uh Coalition or wherever they, uh, they would call us. Because uh, Adam is out here editing some stuff. And Josh has had a long day. And I'm a little tired. Is what he told me in a text. Said, I'm a little beat. Can, can you please? Can we change it for another day? <laughs> so we couldn't because uh, we all have something to do later on in the week. So this is what we're doing right now. Just the two of us. Um, But yeah, Kevin, man. um, Let's get into it. Let's get into the topics. And let's uh, just do the damn thing. Yeah, so um, this is going to be a special episode because we actually have a double feature review. We yeah. saw two movies that have just come uh, just come out in theaters. One of them in theaters and is also available to stream from home. Um, but it was nice because we actually went to the movie theater and it's something that we haven't done since before the pandemic. So oh my God. it felt it like felt, has it uh, been like um, like three months, four months. I haven't been no five months since January. I think the last yeah. movie. Well, when did uh? I think the last movie I saw was either, it was either um. I saw an animated movie, uh, My Hero Academia, or it was Birds of Prey. One of those movies were my my last movies that I saw in theaters. I know I saw Birds of Prey, but I also know that I saw that My Hero Academia movie, but. Yeah, man, that was like was the last movie I so saw? long ago, man. I feel like one of the last movies I saw was 1917. That was last year, was it? Or was it in January? Yeah. Uh, ooh, no, yeah, it could have been in January, too. You saw it twice, right? I saw it twice, yeah. Yeah, I only saw but it. Yeah, I can't believe it. Yeah, that's the last freaking movie I saw in movie theaters. That's a, that's a so, good last uh, movie. Sh- that's a good last movie. Yeah, good last movie, yeah. Um, all right, let's get into uh Bill and Ted face the music. Yes. Uh we actually streamed uh this online, so it was cool. It was cool to see one movie streaming it online and then the other movie actually going to the movie theater so that you can actually feel the difference of how it is dis- uh, streaming versus um watching it in the movie theater, but let's actually get into the review of the movie. Pat, what do you think of Bill and Ted? Um I didn't really like. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe it's my expectations for the movie, but I, I don't want to say that it was that because when I was watching it, even even before uh, it came out, um, my expectations for that movie was like, you know what? It's a movie that hasn't come out in a long. Um, it's a movie that came out a long time ago. And they're trying to bring it back, like, what, 20 years later or something like that? Um, it's probably not going to do well. 
all the movies that ever like that follow that same suit, it doesn't really do well. Um, Dumber and Dumber, all these movies, you know, all the movies like that that you like as a little kid. Once they try to come back, it doesn't do well. But I was still open to it because I'm like, yo, it's Bill and Ted. How can you mess up that formula? You know what I mean? Um, two people go back in time and they they pick up iconic people and bring them back to the future to save the world or to do something. It's like, okay. Hilarity ensues. I get it. How could they mess up that formula? They did. They did. And it was like, damn. I think they just try too hard and like you, you can look at the movie and you can see like, yo, there's something there. Like the whole thing with the daughters. I love that part. I like the fact that their daughters were just like them. That was pretty fucking funny. One of them looked just like Margot Robbie, but they say that that actress looks like Margot Robbie all the fucking time. And I see it like in this movie, I definitely fucking saw it. I forgot her name, but, um, um, what else? Uh, they, they picked up, these uh extraordinary um talents in the past they they got a uh, Louis Armstrong they got Jimi Hendrix uh who's the dude on the piano it was uh Mozart didn't they get Mozart last time no that was Beethoven oh, in the first uh, one. he got me so they got Mozart right and they also got a drummer who was in who's in the caves i guess bro i watched that movie I like I was watching the screen, right? And I still don't know who the fuck that guy was and why they got him. But they got him. They got a lady who was messing with a flute, with a little flute uh from Japan. Don't know who she is either. But all right, let it ride. They didn't they didn't dive into their stories at all. Because while that was going down, I think that was like an undertone of the story. And the the up the 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 surface level of the story was supposed to be Bill and Ted are trying to figure out their song that they made when uh that made the world change what was the name of it what was the song that they did and i was like okay that's cool too there's there's two different things that are going on their daughters are going back in time to grab these musicians they are trying to figure out what's the song that they made so how the way that they figured it out is that they would go to their future selves every two years or every five years and then from there they would just ask their future selves, how did you figure out the song kind of shit? That's how they would do it. And it just, what you call it, it just didn't fucking work. I don't know, man. There was like some funny parts. I like the robot who they had who was supposed to go back and pass in the past. Because he was kind of like, uh, he would just fuck up. And his whole little pause when he would kill somebody by mistake was fucking hilarious to me. <laughs> like, oh, uh, because I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah, you fucked up real big. <laughs> That was pretty funny, and you find out his name is Daryl or some shit like that. But the movie was just like, I don't know, man. It, it just didn't have it, dude. What did you think? Um, yeah, I have to agree. I my expectations were pretty high on this one. Um, there, but I do think there were some good things and bad things. Uh, I like the plot. I like, um, I love the interaction between them and their future selves like how much more of like douchebags they became yeah. the, the part where they meet them and they're with, talking with british accents i thought was like my favorite part of the movie um what else what else did work um i like the daughters um and i kind of like the point that the, the fact that 
you know, they didn't just write a song. It was the fact that the world came together yeah. and played the song together. Yeah. That's how they saved the world. That was pretty cool. Um, now, as far as things that didn't... Oh, um, the robot. I thought the robot was funny, but I didn't like how he looked. Like, it looks so cheap. Like, you look, you look at Bill and Ted Part 2. Oh, yeah. And Bill and Ted Part 2, they were the robots... And there's a part where, like, they even lift up, like, they rip off their skin and you see, like, the robotics, yeah. like, underneath their skin. Like, that, those special effects looked way better than how this robot looked. Why didn't they bring those robots back? Those robots should have, so, like, done something. Like, those robots <laughs> were state of the fucking art. They, those robots yeah. could have done something, like, they, they could have, like, streamlined the robots or something like that. Nothing. Nothing at all. Um... The visual effects I thought looked really cheap, like almost rushed. Like it was almost like they didn't finish designing everything. Like when when you see the future, like it just looked so bad. Like it looked like TV CGI yeah. rather than like cinematic CGI. Uh, the new girl who's supposed to be Rufus's daughter, not. I did not like. Um, she just pops up out of nowhere. And she's like, "Oh hey, yeah, you. We got to save the world." It's like. Nah, man, have a conversation. Let's find out a little bit about you and your relationship with your father and what's going on. Because, like, with, with Rufus, Rufus was so good yeah. at explaining what the hell was going on. She just, like, pops out of nowhere. It's like, no, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. Um, I kind of feel like they, they should have recasted that. Yeah, uh, that, her was a, mom, that was Kristen Schaul or something. You guys probably know her from Bob's Burgers. She plays the, yeah, the daughter she plays the with youngest the youngest daughter. Yeah, the hat on. We were saying that, um, like she, I don't know, man. It's just that you would want a better comedian to to be in her part. We were, we were saying like, um, Whitney Cummins probably would have been real good. Uh, or if they had like a one of the Broad City girls or oh something. Oh my like, god! Yes, somebody who's like who matches, uh, what you call it, um. Rufus's uh what's his real name? I forgot his name. Carlin. Uh, George Carlin. George Carlin's like demeanor in a way. Like you see that, oh, this daughter leans more towards George Carlin than he than he does oh or than she does the mom kind of shit. Like, I mean we already see that with Bill and Ted because their daughters lean more towards Bill and Ted than the moms do, but you can tell because the moms don't have no character. It's just that, you know, they came from the past and they're here. They don't have no character. But I don't know, man. It's just like they just got these actors together, man. I mean, Kid Cudi basically did nothing. He only had like three fucking lines in the whole goddamn movie, and I guess he's supposed to be the smart one, but it didn't show anything. <laughs> right. I guess you got to be a Kid um, Cudi fan in order to understand the jokes that he was saying, because I know he talks about space and like being like space dust and shit like that. He does that a lot in his songs and his and his um. His albums and shit like that. It's all about like him being like from uh, him being like space energy or some bullshit like that. So it's supposed to make sense. If you're a Kid Cudi fan, you'll like that. But in this movie, I don't know. I don't know if that's a good idea to like dive in deep to one character. Like if you add somebody to a movie. I'm cool with like the little like head nod to like his fans kind of shit. But to make that the sole thing of that character is not good because people who don't know who that guy is are going to be like, who the fuck? What the fuck is this? 
I don't know what the hell's going on here. It, uh, is this supposed to be funny? Is this supposed to be charming? I don't know. Because all he was, he didn't rap at all. He's supposed to be a rapper, and he didn't rap at all. Not one, not one rap came from his fucking mouth. Not even death rapped, because he rapped in the first, in the second movie, and he didn't even rap in this one. <laughs> Dog, they rushed through so much stuff, man. <laughs> they, they did rush, yeah. They rushed, they rushed through, through everything, dude. I, I want to see, I want to see what's on, what's left on the cutting room floor. Same thing goes to the other movie that we're going to talk about. I know that there's got to be like a director's cut, because I don't think two hours for that second movie that we're going to talk about is enough. I thought that shit was going to be three hours long. While I was watching, I was like, I had to look up how long it was going to be. I was like, is the movie three hours? I'm like, two hours and five minutes? I'm like, damn, that's short. I don't know how they're going to do this. <laughs> how are they going to explain now, this? Now, that when we watched the movie, Pat, you brought up something that I noticed I, 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 I agreed to, which was like, if we would have saw Bill and Ted in the movie theater, mm-hmm. we would not have liked oh. it as much like no. we probably would have hated it more yeah i would have hated it more because it's like I, i'm not i'm even i'm not even gonna blame it on covid the fact that i got out of the house like if, if covid never would have happened and i would have went to the movie theaters to watch this i would have been more disappointed because the fact that i got out of the house to watch this movie thought that it was going to be good a little bit of me thought that it was going to be bad but now the the fact that the little bit of me won against the 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 like the nostalgia part of me, that I'd have been made, I'd have I'd have been pissed at myself. So I'd have been like, I can't. I'm giving this star. I'm giving this movie no stars. Nothing. And the, I mean, l- looking at the reviews of the movie, everybody said that oh, this is just a feel good movie that we need in this troubling time. Everybody said that. It was like everybody was just reading lines. That they, were, that they were being fed. So when when somebody asked me about the movie, I was like, yeah, I mean, some people were saying that it's a feel-good movie that we need at this time. That's what I'm saying, right? I watched the movie, I'm like, nah, we didn't need this. We did not need any of this. I don't know who needed it, but it wasn't us. This movie was bad, dog. This movie, like, it's like they just had so much ideas or something like that, and they just, like, nobody... <laughs> to use a, a commonly used word, nobody vetted the ideas through. It was just like, yeah, we use this, we use that. What did you think of the performances from Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter, the guy that played Bill, Bill and Ted? What did you think? Because I feel like Keanu Reeves, mm. he looked like he didn't want to be there. Like, he didn't care. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know if there was, like, that was I don't know if that was part of his character, but I don't, I don't know. It man. felt like he wasn't trying. The other guy was trying more than him to like be the character. He was just like, oh, like I'm well, tired. No, like, oh. like I don't know if that was supposed, supposed to, be to be part of it. The other character is supposed to be like the lead, even though they're both like leads. The other character is supposed to be like, um, he's supposed to be like uh the the cooler guy of the two because you know like they 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 dealt more with his family. Like his fact, the fact that his his father married somebody who he went to high school with, and all this other shit. Like uh, Keanu Reeves' character was making fun of him, saying, and he was always saying, he said, "Shut up, uh, shut up, uh, Ted, shut up, Ted." And he said, "Oh man, he's dating this. Shut up, Ted." You know, they always had that kind of stuff. So I could see that um, Keanu Reeves was just supposed to be the. He just was out of the two surf. By the way, never. 
They supposed to be surfer guys. Never seen a skateboard in their hands. Not a surfboard in their hands. I don't know what kind of. <laughs> not in any of these movies have they ever used a skateboard or a surfboard at all for transportation at all. Um, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, I can see that Keanu Reeves just like he just dialed it in because. I mean, this is like an early role for him. I don't think he had to do any like research or anything. It was just like, how did I get into this role before? You know, I was just playing stupid, just being a surfer guy. So just gonna do, just gonna do that kind of stuff. But man, it was. I mean, there was so much going on. It was just so much going on in this movie that was just like unnecessary there's got to be a way of like getting through the filler yo because i didn't even notice that the the what you call it the future uh women their wives came back into the past and grabbed their present wives was that in the movie yeah i didn't even notice that bro i didn't even notice that i was watching the screen and i was like when the hell did this happen I know that they said it was going to happen, but I never saw it happen, like, actually take place. thought there was so much stuff happening in this movie. They had this dude, um, the dude from SNL, as uh, Ted's, uh, what you call it, De- Ted's brother, right? Who, right? who he married, what you call it, which, uh, Bill's uh, uh, mother-in-law, right? I'm over here thinking, oh my god! In the meantime, I'm like, yo, this is gonna be fucking funny. This guy's funny. Nothing funny about this guy. He didn't do nothing funny at all in the whole goddamn movie. They had comedic goal in this goddamn movie, and they did not deliver. They had the girl from uh, Workaholics did not deliver, dog. They had so much talent in this fucking thing, and it was just to it. They just wanted to do so much for this movie, and they failed just because of that. Like, you're doing too much, man. Just streamline it. It shouldn't be this big thing, even though, you know, they got the money to do it. You got all this other shit. No, it shouldn't be this big thing. It should just be a simple movie, a part three to something that's already, that people already love. You shouldn't have to, you shouldn't have to, what you call it? go all out on a, like, if I, if I were, if I already cooked you, uh, two meals and a three course meal, right? You already loving the first meal, the second meal, right? By the time I cook the third meal, I'm not going to change anything. I'm not going to be like, oh, let me put, let me put my fucking foot in it. No, 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 no. I'm going to keep it simple. You guys already like one and two, three. If you love one and two, you're going to love three. And there you go. They didn't do that. It was like, oh, let's do everything. Let's put let's add more salt. Let's put this kind of stuff. Oh, let's do that. Let's do this. And let me just feed it to you. And now it's, it's it's too fucking salty. It's too it's too much. Everything is too much. You need some water with it. Maybe if they would have extended it a little bit more, maybe if it would have been like three hours long, maybe it would have been a good movie with all the characters. You would have some time to develop the characters. The whole thing about death didn't have enough. He didn't have no time on the screen, man. Nobody had enough time on the screen. Bill and Ted had. They didn't even have enough time on the screen, and they were play. They were playing four people, dog. They were playing them present selves and their future selves, and they still didn't have enough time on the screen. Nothing was being explained. So, so out of four, 
uh, time traveling teleboom, oh. telephone booths, what would you give it? I'm gonna give it out of four. I'm gonna give it one, 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 one point five out of four. I'm gonna give it one point five. How about you, man? Uh yeah, yeah, I agree. One point five. I was thinking about a two, but a two. I would actually give part two a two. Yeah. I would give part one a three. So that, yeah, this one would be 1.5. Yeah. Let me uh, play a little guitar riff from Bill and Ted. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, and on top of that, the song that the world was playing, Trash. Trash. <laughs> trash. Oh my god, it was trash, dog. Dog, the song was trash. The song God Give Rock and Roll to You was so much better than that song. It was like, oh my god, it's bad. What the hell is that? <laughs> it was like noise, man. Nothing made sense. It was like you ever hear like, oh, <laughs> when we were watching Tenet, you remember the beginning when the orchestra was just practicing? Getting their instruments together. That's yeah. what it sound like. It sound just like that. It was like, I don't know what the hell's going on here. That's the world sound? Oh, my God. That's like no. It just sounded like they were constantly like just warming up. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was trash. I was like, yo, you guys are just giving people instruments? Bro, I don't know about, I don't know how to play an instrument, but even I know that's a bad idea. Bro, that's <laughs> a bad idea. You just giving out instruments? Dude, I was looking at the people who they were giving out instruments. I'm like, that guy doesn't know how to play that. <laughs> That guy does not know how to play that, dog. Are you kidding me? None of these people know how to play any of that stuff that you that you gave them. But yeah, hey, it's a feel good movie, right? We need it <laughs> in these tough times. We need it to show that everybody's together. Nah, bro. If I was in that crowd, I'd be like, "Yo, don't give me this. I don't know what the <laughs> hell I'm gonna do." Bro, give me like a what's that? Like what's that? Doot, doot, like a tangerine or something like that, bro. Don't give me no trumpet or any of that stuff. Don't give me the fancy stuff. Just give me something real simple. Oh my god, man. Cause I wouldn't even play it. I would just act like I'm playing something. There's gotta be somebody who's out there talking about the whole world coming together. Years later he said, you know, I didn't even play a song, you know that, right? I didn't even play the instrument. I act like I was blowing blowing a little tuba. But I didn't do anything at all. I was just, I said, yo, I don't know how to play the tube. And he gave it to me. He was like, dude, take this. I'm like, what? What's this? <laughs> Say, yo, so the world's all together because uh, I didn't play. Can you imagine if I would have played something? It's <laughs> <laughs> a World War Three right now. But yeah, man. That movie was uh, <laughs> one. One and a half stars, dog. And that one and a half is just because it's nostalgia. Just because they have one and two. If this movie would have been a standalone movie, like if I would have never have seen a movie like Bill and Ted before, but this movie would have came out because a lot of people who've seen it in the past told me to watch this movie, I would have gave it no stars, dog. No stars, negative. I'm like, this movie is trash. 
All right. So that was that was oh um All right. So before we get into Tenet, mm-hmm. so we saw Bill and Ted streaming through a device, then we went to the movie theaters to see Tenet. I mean, how do you feel? Like do you feel like the movie theater industry still needs to be saved or you're okay with just streaming new movies? You know, nah, man. on a tablet or on the TV? Nah, man. I'm still I still want to go to theaters. I still want to go to theaters. I still want to watch movies in theaters with like a big fucking screen. I'm not a billionaire. I'm not going to make my own theater in my house kind of thing. You know, some people say that that's what they're willing to do kind of stuff, but no, I mean, I want to go. I want to go. It's like a reason to go out. You know, you watch a movie. No, I still, I'm, I'm still thinking about getting back on the AMC thing because when we went, like, I was still, like, comfortable with, like, going to the thing. People people are going, they're doing about the whole thing. Like, people are doing it six feet apart. There's no, nobody's being rude. Nobody's uh, doing that kind of shit. You know, that, that whole thing about, like, not wearing a mask kind of stuff because they vet those people before they even walk in, right? You can't even, if you're not, if you're going to be one of these people who are like, I'm not going to wear a mask, bro, you can't get in. Like, nah, there's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You can't get in. You don't want to, you don't, you don't want to wear a mask, then you can't come in. So those people already vetted. People and, you know, going to the theaters, I felt like, I mean, for lack of a better uh, analogy, it was just like, you remember after 9-11? Remember how, how nice and like, how like cordial people were? Because they didn't, it was, oh, yeah, yeah. it was like, whoa, you know, I don't want to, I don't know how people are feeling right now. I don't know. To, everybody's testing the water. So people are like, like, you know, they're nice kind of shit. Dog, it felt like that going to the movies, man. People are like, not trying to like, not like, not that people cut people off kind of shit, but you know, there was no, I didn't have that thought like, man, I wish somebody would fucking try to like cut me off or any of that shit. It would just seem like everybody was just like keeping to themselves. I think this is how it is in Japan all the fucking time, man. People just keeping to themselves, not wanting to bug anybody. People are just doing that kind of shit. Thought there was nobody who was talking in the theater. Love that. People were laughing when I they were supposed to. I think we were the to. loudest. <laughs> yeah. People were laughing when they were supposed to. That was it, dog. It was like, it was perfect, man. It was a good fucking time, man. I know it ain't going to last long because, you know, people are going to get comfortable with the whole COVID and the mask kind of shit. You know, that's going to happen. They might come up with a cure. Not really sure, but they might. And, you know, we might be back at, um, we might be back at the yelling and people doing that kind of shit in the movies. But as of right now, man, I don't know. I, I'm thinking about signing back up to the AMC thing. I mean, right now they, they even got a deal. Like you can sign up for, uh, until the end of the year, you just pay $5 a month and you get unlimited movies and stuff like that. So, it sounds like a good good idea. Yeah, I was considering that or the Regal one. I don't know which one to jump on. So, what do you what do you think of uh, Tenant? Uh, it's a good movie. Let me throw that out there. It's a good movie. Uh, it's a good watch. Dan, the thing is, is like, I don't want to be like uh, I'm a judge on the curve. On a, on a, on a, on like a, on a curved grade because 
you know, in the COVID kind of stuff. And, you know, this is my first movie. This is my first movie seen in the theaters. So, you know, I'm going to say like a superb or anything like that. But I'm trying to think about it. If it would have came out when, if COVID would have never hit and we would have been in theaters and we would have saw the movie, would I have thought it was a good movie? That's one thing. And if it would have came from somebody who's not uh, Christopher Nolan, would I have still enjoyed the movie? That's two things. And both of those things, I'm saying, yeah, I would have still enjoyed it. Just because if it, would, if, it, if it didn't come from Christopher Nolan and it was just like some unknown director and he would have came out with that same movie, I'd have been like, yeah, this movie is pretty dope. I mean, this is the first time we, uh, this is the first time making this movie. This is pretty good. Uh, if it wasn't in co- in COVID times, would I have still enjoyed it? Yeah, I would have still enjoyed it. Watching it with a whole bunch of people, enjoying the movie. Um, the suits that they wore in were fucking dope. Suits. Uh, what else? Uh, the movie, the story was was fucking crazy. I have some notes that I was taking while I was in the theater. Uh, with an amazing movie about uh, a black spy, a black spy, something I would never think I would ever see is a black spy because there's jokes about being a black spy, like a black James Bond. And there was this, uh, there was a skit that I wanted to do about being uh, a black spy or a black James Bond. And it's just like a black dude who's getting out of like a Rolls Royce or something. And he's getting out of the car to go into like a, you know, a whole bunch of like a uh, rich, uh, what's that called? Elitist people. And as soon as he gets out of the car and walks up, the, uh, the bouncer, hold up. And then it just shows the credit. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's it. Like, that's as far as you go, bro. <laughs> like, you can't make it any further than that kind of shit. It was like, yeah, that's a black spy. But that was a that 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 was something. I'm like, man, I never thought I would see that. Um, it's a heist movie that they did two heists in it. I really enjoyed that. I was like, ooh, that's one where I was uh, having a talk with you. I'm like, is it a heist movie? It, can we call it a heist movie and a, a space travel movie? Uh, and they call it a thriller as well. It's a thriller. It's a spy movie, and it's a spy movie, thriller, heist movie, and time traveling movie all in one. And it also had a little taste of Time Cop where, you know, in Time Cop, the guy said that if you see yourself, if you touch your yourself, you will evaporate or something. You're dis you're you're you blow up like the all everything that's you will will disappear. It will, will like, um, I don't know, something happened to you bad. <laughs> so I was like, OK, so. It had a little bit of that in Time Cop, and they was they were saying that shit a lot in the movie, and that never happened. So ergo, I'm thinking that they're probably gonna come out with a part two, but Christopher Nolan hasn't said anything about part two because I don't know. I don't think he does part twos. So you don't think he's gonna do a part two to this? Nah, I don't think so. But he had things in this movie that makes you think that it's gonna be a part two. He does that a lot, but he he really is the type, like, if he didn't, I don't know. I Everyone said the same thing about Inception. Like, oh, he's going to make a sequel. He's going to make a sequel. He's going to make a sequel. And he was like, no, that was the end of the story. There's no reason for me to go back. 
Like he's just he's really like on that level where he's just like, nah, if it's not necessary, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, but Inception, I can see there not being a part two to the Inception. People think that we're gonna be a part two to the Inception because they think that Leonardo DiCaprio is still inside. He's still he's inside of his head kind of shit. But I'm like, that's a that's the way you end the movie. That was a perfect ending. You don't know what the hell it is. Perfect way to end the movie. But I don't know. It was just that you know what? Maybe we don't need one because I'm thinking about it now. The fact that um. Uh, the new Batman, whatever his name is, got his fucking name. Oh, uh, guy, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, the fact that Robert Pattinson talked to Denzel Watson Jr. and they, they had a little talk about like them, like he recruited him from the past, kind of shit. That whole oh, little conversation. Spoilers, by the way. <laughs> yeah, we spoiling the shit out of it. That whole little conversation, kind of stuff, and uh, I'm over here like, dog. We, we what 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 Christopher Nolan just did is just give us he gave us a glimpse into this world, and then he just like pulls us right out. That's it. <laughs> but well, this is what's going on here. All right, let me just pull this out, and I'm gonna tell you guys another story. So it's like boom, like this is the story. Even though we didn't we didn't want to leave this area, that's it. That's all. It, that's and I think that's all movies are. It's just like a glimpse into that world, and then they just bringing you out kind of shit. So yeah, maybe there there uh, there shouldn't be one. I I I hope there was. I hope there is because the only movie that he's ever done a part two to was Batman and dude, he didn't even want to do one to that. Remember, he didn't even want to do sequels to that fucking movie. So it was like people had to talk him into the shit. It was like, bro, what? He had to talk him into doing part two and three. What the hell's going on? <laughs> this guy just doesn't like to do that kind of shit. Oh yeah, and uh, I had a question. What's up with British directors in heist movies? <laughs> because what you call it? Uh, a lot of British directors thieves, like their fucking man. yeah, they like their There's fucking thieves, bro. Yeah, they like uh, a lot of heist movies. Um, yeah, uh, one of my things I said uh, you have to watch this movie while focus. Uh, you got to be focused while watching this movie in order to understand it. If you veer off for just a little bit, you're going to lose key dialogue that's going to throw you off for the whole fucking movie. And then a little subplot is going to go, is going to surface as something main. And you're going to be like, I don't know what the hell's going on, bro. Cause you remember when you were talking about paintings, bro, I didn't even know they were going after paintings, bro. I thought they were looking for, <laughs> you, you were saying that, uh, he said, yo, I thought they were uh, getting some paintings and stuff like that. I'm like, Bro, I thought they were looking for the little metal things, bro. I'm like, yeah, the metal things are in there. And, dog, when I read that article that you sent me, which was a great article to to explain everything, when they were talking about the paintings and shit, I said, so they were looking for paintings. So they weren't looking for that. Bro, <laughs> bro, you look at it, you're like, what? Where was my mind going, dog? What happened, dog? <laughs> Oh my! And what you call? It? I had this one thing. I, I like I'm over here looking at stuff that I was writing down as I was uh, watching the movie, and I was like, "Don't trust her." The reason why I say don't trust her is because uh, a lot of uh, Christopher Nolan movies, um, they are they have a lot of femme fatales in it, and this movie didn't. Well, unless you're the villain, because that that's a femme fatale. Yeah, for for but that's she, that's not she how it works. Kill. <laughs> yeah, she did kill him. She did kill him. 
But she killed nasty. <laughs> Didn't even see the gunshot. Yeah. The, it's funny because, like, I, when I was reading that article that, that was explaining the movie, I think at some point it explained that the reason why the Russian guy hated his wife so much was because of the fact that she sold him a fake painting. And I'm just like, that's the reason why this world is ending? Yo, like, <laughs> I thought the same thing, bro. Oh, like, that can't be it. Okay, what about the whole thing about um, if I can't have you, no one else can? What the hell's going on with that? <laughs> what, what? I don't get it. What's, what's happening? <laughs> um... For me, uh, let me point out the bad first and then the good. Um, one thing about Christopher Nolan dialogue, he you could tell the guy's smart when he writes his dialogue. You could tell, you know, he likes to write his dialogue complex. The only thing he doesn't understand, though, is like, guy, we can't read your mind. So this dialogue makes sense in your head because you see the story, but we don't see it. And it, it's... Now, one thing that critic that people used to criticize in his other movies was that they used to explain everything through the dialogue to like almost like holding the audience's hand. Mm-hmm. This movie doesn't do that. Like, if you're not catching up, you are not catching up, and you are at the end of the race. Like, you are all the way last behind the crowd because yeah, it, it, man, it it was it was hard. the The dialogue was hard to understand. Um, the characters are talking really fast, almost. Every character except John David Washington had an accent, so it was hard to understand what they were saying. And then there was the sound. The audio is fantastic. The music was great. The sound effects playing backwards was really cool. But then yeah. right before we started recording, I mentioned to Pat that like uh, Christopher Nolan movies tend to put the, the special effects and the, the score over the dialogue rather than the dialogue over the score and the special effects. So that what happens is sometimes a character will say something, maybe something important about the plot. And then you miss it completely. Cause you're like, wait, 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 what do you say? Like what? I don't, everything is fucking loud, dude. Everything. Yeah. Everything is just really loud except for the character's voices, which is that needs to be loud. That needs to be crisp, crisp, you know, crystal clear. Um, Uh, the, the first half of the movie, it's just John David Washington trying to understand what's going on. And he's moving from person to person. He goes to person one that, and that person one tells him, oh, you got to go see this other person. Then he does go see the other person. And that person tells him, no, you got to go here. And then you got to go there and there Mm -hmm. and there and there. And it happens so fast that it's hard to keep up because what threw me off was the painting. At one point, they're talking about a painting, and I'm like, yeah. I thought this movie was about, like, a bomb or something. Like, what yeah. what, did the, what does the painting have to do with anything? And then it kind of threw me off. But then I got back on track, and I'm like, oh, okay, the painting was just his way to get to the Russian guy, and then he was going to step back in, into the plot. Um, but, yeah, it was just very fast in the beginning, too fast for my taste, and then... It felt like the most important scene should have been that war at the end of the movie. Yeah, but they just kind of throw background. you in there. It's like, bro, that it was war like, was in the background, dude. Like, it didn't make any sense. Uh, we didn't know who the fuck they were fighting. Like, I'm like, no. 
who the hell are they fighting? Are they just fighting like a regular person? Apparently, this guy who was the villain was like, he was like big, I guess. I know they said something about Russia. He he had a, from a, the article that I read that you gave me, it says something about uh, in his hometown, he, uh, while he was a little kid in his hometown, he was looking up stuff. Uh, he was doing stuff for the government uh, in these secret cities. Apparently, like, in this whole thing, like, Russia has these secret cities that they do, like, um, uh, nuclear tests and all the other kind of shit. And what he was supposed to do is he's supposed to wear, like, this uh, suit that's supposed to protect him from radiation and just do a digging. And he found something that people from the future, people from the future have, in the future, they have this technology that allows them to go in, into time. But in order to go into time, you have to go, like, backwards. You have to, like, if you want to go back in time 10 days, you have to go back. You have to physically go back 10 fucking days. Which makes sense, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, there's no there's no car or anything like that. You want to go back 10 days? You have to go back physically 10 fucking days. So they they have this thing of what they did, uh, these, these bad guys. They don't have a name. They, they're just organization that what they did was like they, um, they made this device. They made these three devices that once put together and blown up or activated, they will destroy the world. But they want to destroy the world back in time because the grandfather paradox, which we were having a fucking conversation about that. Uh, I didn't know what the grandfather paradox was. I thought the grandfather paradox was basically being grandfathered in, but it's not. It's a uh, grandfather paradox is basically means that um, if you go back in time and you kill your grandfather, would you still exist? Which some people believe, no, you wouldn't exist because he killed your grandfather. So you wouldn't exist. But then there's other people who believe that, yeah, you will exist because I guess that goes with the little, like, you just, you, you just created a parallel universe kind of shit, kind of stuff. But some, but they also go into detail saying, like, you could go back in time and you can cut off his leg, cut off his arm kind of shit, which that takes me back to Looper, the whole shit about Looper kind of thing. And yeah. that's when I'm like, oh, okay. So that they, they go to the paradox. They, they do that thing. So this guy who was named uh, Andreas uh, Sato, Sator, he is the lead villain because he was the kid who found the he found the original bomb that uh, the original piece that they that they that they buried around the world. They left like three pieces or like multiple pieces around the world. He found the original piece. And when he opened it up, he looked at the letter and the letter says something about telling them about what's their plans kind of shit. And what he would do is he he wanted to do this. He was like, OK. I'm going to I'm going to jump at the chance of doing this kind of thing for these people. And the way that they supplied him is that they would give him gold and they would put like these little beacons that he will have the tracker to. They would put gold from the future and they would give it to him in, in the past of where he is or the present of where he is right now. That's just crazy, right? That's just, I'm losing some people out there, dog. <laughs> I'm, lo I'm losing some people because I almost lost myself, dog. <laughs> so he would take the gold and he would, you know, he'll spend it kind of shit like that. But, um, so he's the big bad. You understand that he has money, but nobody, nobody at 
any fucking point says that he has an army, dog. Nobody says that. Not saying that we need to be shown that kind of stuff, but you just know that he has power. But the thing, the thing that uh was like it was like kind of good, kind of bad. Like it's it's a fucking teetering seesaw to me. Is that I know that he's a big bad, right? But their uh his big bad, his men who he has the first time their interaction with uh our lead our protagonist which is funny that they actually used it in a thing that our protagonist who was named oh my god his name was the protagonist yeah he didn't have a name that was another thing was that he, he says at the end i am the protagonist and that's exactly what he's credited for which i, I thought, thought was pretty he, cool i thought he had a name but he didn't that's funny <laughs> okay uh okay all right, so the protagonist, right? The the first time we meet the protagonist and he's having a dinner date with Kate, um, which was a badass part on his part, but it shows like a lack of power on on the villain's part because you know you see that um they they you know they just start talking about the painting and what they're gonna do because it's not really the painting that they want kind of shit. Uh, that's when I thought they were going to get like some plutonium or some bullshit. And, uh, they just wanted to get into the, to the place, whatever. And what happens is that, uh, John Davis Washington ends up kicking everybody's ass inside the kitchen. And then he ends up going outside and kicking the dude who was in the car with the, with the lady's ass too. And I was like, oh, okay. Cause usually in movies, I mean, this is a new way of doing it, but usually in movies they show you like. They show you the strength of how much power the the villain has before they show you how much power the 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 hero has or the protagonist has. In this one, they showed you how much strength the protagonist has first before you see that kind of shit. So I was like, oh okay, I've I've never seen that before in movies because I didn't know that. Like to me, it was like, eh, I mean, he's a big bad, but when that, when I saw that army that he has, which they didn't show until like halfway through the whole fucking war. Oh, you just saw such like bombs being dropped off and stuff like that. That was pretty much it. But I mean, the war scene was good. Even people, even though we're criticizing these points in the movie, when you're watching the movie, you're still going to be like, damn, that's dope as fuck. Because, yo, there was this scene, right? When uh, the protagonist was fighting in the beginning and he was fighting in reverse. Yo. Later on, that fucking scene takes place in in forward, and it looks fucking reversed. <laughs> it looks fucking reversed, yo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is crazy, yo. It looks reversed, but it looks it's like it's forward, but it's like is that reversed? It's weird, yo. Like, bro, I could. Yo, did we have a problem? Remember when I was saying, like, they were doing a debriefing where this guy, Ives, when he was doing a fucking debriefing, he was explaining to everybody what's going to happen in this war, right? God, the briefing had to be, like, two minutes long. He explained it to everybody. John Davis walks into the room mid, mid-conversation. mid He says, so what What am I going to do? And I'm like, okay, we're gonna, he's going to catch us all up. What are we going to do? He said, no, you're with me. You're going to, no, 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 And I'm like, he said, any other questions? Nobody had a fucking question. Bro, if I was sitting in that fucking chair, in that room, I'd have been like raising my hand like, yo, just tell me where I need to be, how many guns I got, 
and just let me go, dog. <laughs> just let me not, go. Not, not only did he explain everything in two minutes, he did it with a Cockney accent. Yeah. So dude. you couldn't understand oh one God. word he was saying. It's like, you got me here. That's all I understood. Bro, I don't know no, why was, Chris Nolan likes those Cockney accents, man. Bro, the, there was, you know, and you know what's crazy? Michael Caine, right? I thought I could understand him. I understand him in Batman. I understand him in all these other movies, right? In this fucking movie, it was like, did he just, did he get extra British? <laughs> Dude, it felt, it felt for a second, with that scene, felt like something out of a Guy Ritchie movie. Bro, yo, it was like, I was, it was like, that I was listening to a, it, a reroute. it was like listening to Charlie Brown, when John Davis was uh, Charlie Brown, and Michael Caine was the, the teacher, because all I heard was, John Davis says, yeah, da, da, da. And I hear wah 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 wah. I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, yo, <laughs> what is he saying? I'm like, are they talking about food? Are they talking about the food? I'm like, I don't understand what's going on. Okay, <laughs> I'm like, why is he even talking to you? Why is he even talking to you, dog? <laughs> All right. Like, so, oh my god. Dog. So earlier I said the things that were bad. As far as like the things that were good, uh, cinematography obviously is fantastic uh this is christopher nolan's i think now his third time working with the cinematographer hoyt von hoitma who did uh the original uh let the right ones in um mm. really good cinematographer uh i hope they get nominated for best cinematography at the oscars um the music he used a different composer this time because Hans Zimmer was working on Dune. So he worked with, uh, his name is Ludwig. I forgot his last name. Um, soundtrack was fantastic. And the action sequences. I think this movie had more action sequences than any movie he's done in the past. And I wanted to ask you, Pat, what was your favorite one? What was your favorite action favorite scene? Favorite action scene? Yo, I really do like... Um... I want to say when they were trying to take the painting because yeah. it, it came back and they showed you both both scenes kind of shit. Uh, I mean, we've already spoiled everything. Nah, you know what? I want y'all to save. I want to save that for the people. I want y'all to watch that shit. That shit is... The scene is amazing because you watch it once and then you watch it twice and then you see like, oh, okay. It it answers all the questions that were... You're watching it from a different a perspective. Different point of, yeah, different perspective. That scene was amazing. The beginning scene, I don't know if Christopher Nolan likes to just have the first 15 minutes of his movies like just pure action just because he likes to show off the first 15 minutes and like IMAX kind of bullshit. You know, he likes to be like, watch the first 15 minutes of this movie by Christopher Nolan if you watch this movie. And it's like, okay. So, because the first 15 minutes were like, it was amazing. Dog, oh my God. The first 15 minutes were, I don't know what the hell was going on. I thought he was, <laughs> I thought he was already, I'm like, oh, is he already tenant? Am I using the word right? <laughs> No, I didn't even know if I was using the word right, dog. Like, they would call people tenant, but I'm like, I don't even know if they're, if I'm, am I using the word right? But it's a great scene, and I had no idea what the hell was going on. Bro. I was just like, okay, he's, he's grabbing a guy. He got the wrong guy. I don't know who the guy was. I, yeah, I don't know. bro. Yo, I was thinking to my, yo, I was thinking to myself, if somebody was suggest to walk into the theater, not knowing what's going on, they'll think that they're, 
already like 45 minutes late. Like, oh shit, this movie already take off. I don't know who the hell is who. And yo, they would never catch up. <laughs> you would never catch up because you always think like, did I miss something? Nah, you ain't miss nothing, bro. You you are at the first. You at the starting line. Yo, they, they haven't even they haven't even shot the gun yet, dog. Everything is going crazy, bro. It's like there's just so much stuff in this movie that's just like it's ridiculous, dog. Robert Pattinson was really fucking good. Everybody was good in this movie. There was nobody who who was a bad actor. I just couldn't understand some people, but that's not up to their acting. It's just that it is what it is, man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, like just to go back to that fight scene that we were talking about, um, cause now that I think about it, I think, yeah, this is definitely, I think the first time in movie history that you watch a fight scene and you're rooting for one character mm-hmm. and then in the same movie, they're going to go back to the fight scene, but now you're rooting for the yeah. other character. <laughs> you're like, Oh no. <laughs> Dog. Oh my god, dude! The scene where he find like he, he finds out that he has blood—that's the thing that gets me. That that weirds me out a little bit. So he just magically has blood on his arm. No, because yeah, because the the gunshot already happened, and now he's moving. No, it wasn't back. a gunshot. No, it was wait. The, he he got stabbed by uh, the thing he that he was stabbed. picking the the lock with. He got stabbed in the arm, but it's just like it magically appeared, meaning that it magically closed. This, that's what this movie does. You think about the scenes afterwards, and you're like, uh, I think I got it. No, maybe. Um, I'm definitely gonna watch the movie again, though. I think I'm gonna watch it again uh, next weekend if uh, if I could see it in IMAX. I'm still trying to figure know... out that whole shit, but it, it was amazing. <laughs> the movie, the movie is good. There's a lot of, um, I mean, if you guys think that he's gonna get us a, a, a part two of this movie. Uh, you know what? Yeah, after what you said, Kevin. Yeah, I'm coming to my senses. He's not gonna do it. So he was just teasing us that he's teasing us that this world is bigger than ours. Like this world is bigger than you think. And he, he, you know, he did it magically. So there was a scene where um Neil meets the protagonist for the first time, right? And you could see from then on Neil's uh the way that he he talks to uh John Davis. The way that Robert Pattinson talks to John Davis is that it was like somebody who I already know you kind of shit. It was not like I'm getting to know you. It was like I already know you. Uh, they were having a conversation like that because the first con- when they were having when they were talking, um, what you call it? The waiter comes by and Robert Pattinson says that, oh, I'll get a vodka martini and he'll have a Diet Coke. And, he's, and John Davis was like. How do you know that? Uh, he said. How do you know I like a? Uh, uh, no, no, no. He said. That, he said I like uh, sparkling water or something like seltzer soda. He says. No, you don't. They never met each other in their life, bro. <laughs> they never met each other in their life, and that shit plays out later on in the movie, kind of stuff. And then yo, there was a conversation they were having mid mid uh, middle of that whole thing that they were trying to explain like. If you tell somebody what's going to happen to them, could you change the future like to make like another future? It says, and their, their whole thing was like, nah, it is what it is. You can't do that. You, it's not like you don't want to. Their whole thing is like, dog, they're 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 like janitors, dog. They they don't want to fuck with anything. It's just like, no, nah, we're just here to clean shit up, 
and then just leave it leave it be. That's it. That's that's their whole fucking job, dog. No, um well I noticed um in the scene where John David Washington is talking to the scientist. Yeah. The one that's showing him the bullet for the fir- for the first time and everything. Yeah. Mind you, that's the he only team, that's the only time you see her, dog. Only time. Yeah. She was in the trailer. Yeah. All throughout the trailer. That's the only time you ever see her, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it, he she asks, she tells him, "Oh yeah, you know, there there's certain things that are moving backwards in time." And then when when she's trying to show him how to pick up the bullet, she's like, "No, you got to like move your hand as if you just dropped it." And he goes, but what about free will? Like, like how how can you predict that this bullet's gonna move backwards just because? And she goes, that that's a misperception. People think that free will exists, but mm-hmm. there really isn't such thing as free will. Like everything has already moved in a pattern. You just don't know it. Like you oh think, my God. like Bro. you think you're doing free will, but no, it's you're following a pattern. It's, yeah. There, yeah. there was a there was a documentary that I was looking at on Netflix, and they were talking about that. And there's this uh, there's this uh, this theory that everybody follows. Everything follows. It's like I think it calls the bell curve or some bullshit like that. And it's like, no matter what you do, everything falls into pattern like that. Like the way that your facial structures, everything that we do falls into this pattern kind of thing. And they're using that same kind of structure to figure out how artificial things are like you know like deep fakes they're realizing that you can call out a deep fake because they don't follow that same kind of bell curve as people's faces and all the other kind of shit so you know that that's fake kind of shit and it's yo that's amazing man christopher nolan dog this motherfucker is like i don't know if he has like he has an ear to like science kind of shit because i know that the whole thing about when he made um interstellar right and he showed the actual, he was the first person to actually show how a black hole would look and how we might be able to travel through it kind of thing. And I was like, huh. And then what you call it, it was like months later, uh, NASA, what you call it, uh, they made a graphic uh, dialing in all these numbers of how a black hole looks and it looks just like what Christopher Nolan did in fucking Interstellar. And it was like, bruh, are you kidding me, dog? <laughs> Are you from the future? What's going on, man? <laughs> Maybe he is. Maybe this is his way of telling us that he's from the future. Um, do you think this Okay, so going back to what you were saying about Bill and Ted, you were saying that people a lot of people have been have been reviewing the movie and saying like, "Oh, this is the perfect movie to watch, you know, after the pandemic and the protests mm-hmm. and all the the bad shit that's happening that, you know, this movie's going to help unite the world." Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like Nah, the tenant felt more like that. Tenant felt more like, yeah, like first of all, it's a big movie, so it kind of reminds you, like, dog, this is why we go to the movies to watch movies like this, movies that are like fucking larger than life, and movies that are gonna make us want to like push the the boundaries yeah. of imagination and shit like that. Not only that, the movie has a good message, like. You know, you, you there, there's a mission, and you got to do whatever it takes to yeah. protect life. You know, I feel like this movie was more of a message like that than Bill and Ted. Yeah, I agree. Hell yeah. Dog, yo, I'm over here thinking about it like now. Like, the end of the movie, right? The guy, Neil, Robert Pattinson, 
He said that he went through the he went through the loop thing to to see what's going uh and now he's going forward with everybody else. Did he fall in the hole? And he was going back? He never went He never went through it. He lied. The whole time that we were seeing him, he was going backwards. When he was going forward, he was going backwards. Because you remember when uh, John Davison was in the hole, he saw that there was a body down there. Which was Neil. Yeah, which was Neil. And Neil jumped up and took the bullet. He, yo, he reversed up and took the bullet. That was supposed to kill, what you call it? That was supposed to kill uh, John Davis, the protagonist. So when he was going forward at the end of the movie, he was really walking backwards to make it seem normal. So I think, yeah, he did fall in the hole. Yeah. He was picking the lock on the gate for them to get in. Mm -hmm. So I think... The the bad guy with the gun wasn't aiming for John David Washington. He was aiming for Neil. It just looked like he was going for John David Washington. But he wasn't. He was actually in the middle of killing somebody else. That's, that's what it is. Okay. <laughs> All right. Because I was like, why would he do this? So he was talking backwards. <laughs> yeah, that's what he was doing. Yeah. Okay. So he was picking the lock. And then he saw him, and then that whole thing took place. Yeah. So if he wasn't there, he would have, he would have, what you call it? They would have lost because they needed to get to the to the bomb yeah. or whatever. Yeah, he would have got shot. But the, yeah. And that gate was locked. Like, Robert Pence, and he was supposed to be, like, an expert lock picker. That's why he was down there. This dude is just, like... I don't know what to say about him. <laughs> he was everywhere, dog. He was the reason why everything, what you call it, like everything ends up like going off without a hitch. Everything. I mean, even the, the scene when they were skydiving up kind of shit, I thought that was in reverse, but it wasn't. None, yo, the scene that you think that, oh, this is in reverse. Nah. None of that stuff. It was just regular motion. It just, he just did something that nobody really skydives or bungee jumps up onto a building. People bungee jump down to a building. So he did that thing going up a building. And I love the fact that it made perfect sense why the ropes were on their backs when they started falling. Because I was like, why do they got like extra ropes? I'm like, ah, I guess in just in case if like something happened. As soon as they fell, they just ended up walking. I'm like, fucking amazing, dog. <laughs> amazing. And what the hell are regular people thinking while all this is going on? <laughs> They're just walking by and see these two guys Bro, just come out of nowhere. Yeah, just fall down. Yo, there's a lot of like regular people like, what the fuck's going on? Like when they were walking through the building when the when the airplane blew up into the hangar, like you don't see uh, two guys pushing uh, a cart running backwards. You don't see that? There's nobody in there who sees like people running backwards like, yo, what's up? What's going on here? Yeah, that part that that's that's another question that I have. Like, if someone is moving backwards, like, how do you not notice that? Because, yeah, there's a lot of scenes, man. There's still a lot of scenes. There's still I still have a lot of questions. I think I have more questions now 
watching the movie one time than I did before I, I saw the movie, I definitely have a lot more questions now than I did before. Oh, that's it. It's like this this movie is like a forever like who <laughs> like that Jackie Chan meme when he's like this when he has his hand above his head like who it's like that's when you, like but it's like yeah it's a good movie yeah go see it man I think you should go see it wear a mask go see it uh 15 minutes within the movie you're gonna forget that you have a mask on but there are people in the movie wearing masks. <laughs> so. But you know what though? I have a question. Let's say the movie, the action sequences weren't as epic as they they looked, and let's mm-hmm. say the the scenes that were going backwards, which looked amazing, didn't look as amazing. With that same dialogue and those fast ass cuts, would the movie have been as good? I don't think so. Mm-mm. I think I think we would have complained a lot more. I think I think we have complaints about the movie. But because the visuals were so good, yeah, that it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. keep going along with it. It's fine. Yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, yo, you you said it. Uh, John Davis Washington made he what you call he did his own stunts, and you said that uh, what Christopher Nolan said that if he couldn't have done it, if he didn't, what if he wasn't able to do it, the movie would have failed, kind of shit. So the fact that I mean he was able to do his own shit, I was like, damn, I did not know that shit. Oh. It was, they said this movie is two hours and thirty one minutes. I thought it was two hours and five minutes. Is there another version of this movie that I haven't seen yet? Because I looked <laughs> no, this shit up no. yesterday and it said two hours and five minutes. No, I think oh, it was. Wow. It felt like two and a half. Oh, th- there was, was a lot in that movie. There was a lot in that movie. There was a lot going on. Damn, it was a good movie, man. It, it was a good movie. I do want to watch it again, but uh. So it's it's a tough movie to explain to somebody. I'm trying to figure out. How, you know, I'm just gonna say it's a it's a it's like a heist movie. It's a Christopher Nolan movie. You know, it's a heist movie. Um, with some time travel. A, yeah, with some time travel. I'll say, yo, there's a black spy. Never thought you'd see that kind of stuff. And, oh, I also wrote a uh something right here. Uh, being black in rich places. <laughs> I say that's basically what it is. I'm like, bro, I've never seen black people in these places that he's at on that fucking what's that speedboat with the sail thing. I'm like, damn, I've never seen oh, that yeah. before. <laughs> I'm like, I've never seen that. I'm like, this this dude is over here, and yo, and he just looks, he looks comfortable in it, dog. I'm surprised he's not wearing those uh, those uh, uh what's it, call me by your name shorts, bro. <laughs> that's all he needed to look like he like he belongs like a uh I'm about to say Israelite like a an elitist kind of shit, bro. It's it's and oh yeah also the right the last comment that I wrote said I couldn't be a part of that tag team not at all <sighs> lost I think I think I, th- I think that was another another reason why you can say that this movie felt a little bit like a James Bond movie because everybody was so well dressed in that yeah. movie man like in every scene everybody looks like a fashion oh, model f- to the fucking nines dog everybody was like well dressed dog. And another thing, this movie is like a James Bond movie is because just because the fact that you said that James Bond, his villains be having like armies and you don't know how the fuck they get it. This dude was like a James Bond villain because most of James Bond's villains, they have like some type of thing like, oh, I'm about to die. So I'm gonna kill the whole world kind of bullshit. They have that little thing about him. There was that one villain who got shot in the head and he couldn't feel anything. So he want the whole world not to feel anything anymore. 
Yeah. Maybe this is uh Christopher Nolan's thing saying like, yo, let me um let me direct the James Bond movie. Something and the villain had guy. an accent and all of James Bond villains always have an accent. Yeah, they always got an accent. Yeah. If like if this was a James Bond movie, right? Like if this was a James Bond movie, not just a tenant. If it said James Bond rather than uh tenant, what would your thoughts be? I would have I probably would have loved the movie even more because I would have been like, wow, <laughs> they're taking James Bond to another level, man. What is this? Yo, like, yo he's, this is time travel, dog. This is time travel. Finally, they're doing something different for James it, Bond. That, that is totally different, dog. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. It just, if this was a James Bond, this would, all of the James Bond would be like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> This one right here, I mean, he did it. I mean, there's a black James Bond being black in, like, uh, billionaire places, dog. It's, it's crazy, man. But, yeah, I mean, the movie was good. I mean, the, the, the end scene where uh, the protagonist, he, he uh, you know, let's not give the whole fucking cow away. You know but what, I was... though? I do want to talk about that, though. Mm. So, in the article that I sent you, mm. it states that that ending basically hints that he is actually the creator of Tenet. That he actually, after he kills the, the Indian woman, yeah, he ends up going back in time and creates Tenet. Did you get that out of that scene? Because I did not. No. I was like... No. Yeah, I did get that because he was... Because uh, well, well, Tenet is the, the good guy team, right? The good organization, right? I got that from that because when uh, Robin Patterson says that you're the one who hired me, he said, you're the one who recruited me. He said, you're the one who recruited me. He said that. And that's when uh, uh, John Davis was like, said, so that wasn't the first time we ever met. He says, how long is this? So this is like, uh, he said, this is like a a friendship that we have for years. He said, yeah, a long time kind of shit. And And that's when he was trying to explain to him, like, how the fuck am I supposed to like like help you? Say I can I can tell you what happened if I tell you what's gonna happen. Are we gonna change things? And he's like, no, nah, just it is what it is, kind of shit. So I was like, okay, maybe maybe this dude is supposed to be doing this for a lot longer, kind of shit. Okay, but he said that he was a lot older. He said you're a lot older. That's the thing that gets me, dog. It's like. Did he go back in time? Yeah. So he went back in time and he, then he created Tenet? He goes, yeah, he goes back in time and creates Tenet. Which hmm. I don't understand if the program was already created. I guess, I don't know, maybe he creates it, but for like better reasons or something. I don't know. Yeah, because I know he said that. He said, no, you're working for me. He said, I'm, this whole time I thought I was working for you and you were working for somebody else. Then I found out that, no, we're working for me kind of shit. And I was like, there's a, there's a lot of things in this movie that is like, what? That's why I'm happy that we didn't see it in the crowded theater because the people's what's would have taken away from the movie. I know I can what. I can what inside. <laughs> Internally, I can what inside. Like, the fuck? But some people just be like, what? It's going on here, though. <laughs> What's going on here? I did. I did what a couple times out loud. You, you have to, dog. It's like, what is going on? 
the you know the only part that I wanted at that I knew it was just it was drama it was dra- it was dramatic was when uh Cat was on the boat with the the villain dude and it was the whole thing about her her regular boat coming through and we're having that we had that uh that talk saying like the body that she saw fall off the boat was hers so I'm like is this dude going to kill her and just going to be a body just falling off nope it was some shit that took place man it was like it was it was like you're you're predicting a bad ending but then you find out that it's a good ending it was it was good it was, it was a good movie I mean, what's your rating, bro? What are you giving this this movie? I give it a, a three out of four. Give it a three out of four. All right, so let me. I'm gonna put that down for right here. I'm gonna put that down because I know we're gonna do like an end of end of the year review, and I just want to see if that shit still stands. Three out of four. Uh, I think I'm gonna follow suit too, man. It's a good movie, man. Um, would you recommend? Yeah, you recommend, especially during, uh, especially during these times where it's like people are just watching things that they've already saw on Netflix a million times. Like, if you want to watch something different and you want like a breath of fresh air, go watch this. Would you would you give them like a disclaimer uh, on anything, would it, or would it just be like, nah, man, just just go in there? Would you want people to be as blind as you were when you watched this movie? Because I stopped watching trailers after the second one. I didn't watch anything else. Uh, um, I would, but I think it's just because it's my personality. Yeah, I would give them a little bit of a disclaimer, like. You're probably going to hate this movie. You're going to hate that I recommended this because you're going to be so confused. But look, keep in mind, this is what's happening. That's it. Just focus on this one detail. Yeah, I I, I would do the same thing because I, I, oh my God, man. Because I wouldn't want people to just be like, like if, if, uh, if I have to tell people to sign up for like, no, my bad. I'm over here reading, uh. A pop up that I just got. <laughs> if I if I have to, if I tell people to watch a movie or something like that, I gotta give them like a disclaimer of like I don't want people to watch of like to watch something at their house. Like if when it comes out on on like on demand and people watching it, like I can't believe I rented this shit. I like to give people like a little warning, like fair warning, like this movie is like a thinker. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, you can watch this movie and you can think you think you know what you're talking, what you're looking at, but you don't. This movie is like there's a lot of shit that's going on. If you've you've watched previous uh spy movies, then you got it. But if you watch previous like time travel movies and you think that you know time travel, no, you don't. Cuz this movie just takes time travel and time travels that kind of shit. That's what it does. Cuz you just got to go with a blank slate of what the fuck time travel is and let this shit just explain it to you. And it does. It does explain what time travel is in the movie, in the beginning of the movie, that scientist lady. She explained what's going on. And then you just got to go off of that. Don't remember any of the stuff that you heard from Doc. Don't remember anything that he told you, dog, because all that shit is just bullshit. And that's it. Bill and Ted. I think that's been our episode. 
y'all. Yeah. Let me play some music. Let's play us out right here. Oh, good sold. Good sold. With that being, hold on, please. Yep, I think that's been our episode, y'all. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Uh, I've been Pat. And this is Kev. And we've been us and y'all been y'all. And I hope everybody had a ball. Catch y'all next week. Peace.